Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome, you have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. Hey, 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 this is Robin from the Hood coming at you from the Coming Out Late podcast. How is everybody today? I hope everybody's doing well in this crazy December time that we're in. I'm your host, I'm Robin, and I'm your host of the Coming Out Late podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Today, we're going to talk about some of the topics that have come up in my Women Loving Women Zoom group. Oh my gosh, Uh, we had one last night, and as usual, I mean, they just are incredible. They leave me feeling really warm and fuzzy inside. It's just, it's just warms my heart to see how women pour out to one another. We offer support. We give advice. We share resources. We talk about our struggles. We celebrate our triumphs. It's just incredible. It, we meet every single Wednesday night at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. The group is called Women Loving Women. It is specifically for women only, self-identified as women, specifically coming out later in life. And and that could be 27 years old. It could be 31 years old. It could be 71 years old. It doesn't matter. If you come out later in life and you want to find a community to talk about things that are on your mind, in your heart, then join Women Loving Women. It's free to join And like I said, we meet every single Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you would like the Zoom contact information, you can do one of two things. You can email me in all capital letters, WLW, which stands for Women Loving Women, to comingoutlater at gmail.com. That's my email address, comingoutlater at gmail.com. And or you can also check out our support group, Facebook group called Coming Out Late Community. Uh, certainly, you know, all you have to do is is search Coming Out Late Community, answer a couple of questions and join our group. If you are a woman who is has come out late in life or is coming out late in life, by all means, please join the Coming Out Late Community Facebook group. And in there, in that group, I promote the Women Loving Women Zoom group. So you know, I, I just get some of the best material to talk about for the podcast from the women that are in there. 
And we all know that what's what's said in in those rooms stays in those rooms. But I am able to bring the topics out and talk about the topics that that are near and dear, or at least they were on our hearts last night. So when you hear this episode, it'll be a Monday. So it's not that we met on a Sunday night. I'm just recording this early, and we happen to have met just last evening. So two topics in particular that came up. One is particularly timely because it's December, we're approaching Christmas and New Year's. We just had Thanksgiving behind us. And the topic is how do we handle the holidays with our significant other, our former significant other, if we have if we have one, if we've been married or we're partnered for long term in a heterosexual relationship, how do we handle the holidays? Now I preface this by saying if you have a really mean narcissistic ex-husband or former significant other, then a lot of these suggestions may be more difficult for you to navigate, and it may just be easier to have separate holidays, period. I've met enough narcissistic people in my life and understand that personality disorder well enough to know that there is it's very very difficult if at all possible to reason with people who are narcissistic and or even former spouses or current spouses but they're but they're you're not divorced yet they're incredibly contentious and angry and resentful it's hard to reason with people when they are extremely angry you know i know take it from me my ex-husband has been and still is and it makes finding common ground very difficult. So I understand if many of you are in those types of relationships, this conversation may be difficult for you to find some solutions in. But I guess I would say that if you have people like that in your life, that you need to be able to come up with something that's best for the kids, if this kids related. If you have no children, and it's just about sharing each other's parents or traditions or whatever, you may want to talk to the parents, your in-laws and or your parents or parent or step-parent and find out what it is that they would feel comfortable doing as well and try to find some happy medium where you both can be in the same room if you can and if you want to. You know, remember, these are your choices. You don't have to spend an uncomfortable holiday unless there are children involved, and particularly young children involved. You don't have to participate if it makes you extremely uncomfortable or unhappy. So if it means staying home alone for Christmas, then that's what you may have to do this year. And it's not permanent. You know, that's just this year. And it's a good time to reflect. I, I did that last year with the pandemic. I couldn't see my two adult children. And I was at the very beginning stages of my dating timeout and my self-improvement exploration of trying to become the best version of myself. And I ended up spending Christmas home alone, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And it gave me time to reflect because I was having a serious pity party, serious, serious pity party. And I finally decided to evaluate and and let out those emotions and and kind of unpack them and explore them and try to figure out what it was all about. And it really, really was the beginning for me of growth and understanding and learning that feeling my feelings and 
understanding my emotions behind them is okay. I will survive that. And we all will survive that. So if you're in a situation where you absolutely can't find common ground and there are no children involved and you want to be as far away as possible uh, from your your former significant other, then by all means, I would suggest stay home. Or get together with other friends who you may know are going to be alone or maybe just lost a, lo- a loved one. I think some of those are the best holidays to have are the, are the ones that are made up of friends and chosen family. So that's another option as well. If there are children involved and they want their mom and dad present, and if you can, if you're on speaking terms with your either ex-husband or soon-to-be ex or separated partner and you can talk things out, then by all means, you know, just try to come up with a common ground and a plan to say, listen, let's put our our current situation aside, you know, at least for this day or, or for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for the sake of the kids. It's hard enough. The whole process is hard enough on everyone. And hopefully that your ex-spouse or soon-to-be ex-spouse will will oblige and and maybe set some ground rules. You know, if they're coming to your home and they start to cross boundaries, let them know that you will ask them to leave if they can't behave. And depending on how old your children are, you may want to share that information with them as well and say, listen, you know, things between dad are, are good at the moment, but both of us can get kind of ugly at times. And if if either one of us get ugly, then they were, we're going to remove ourselves from whatever event is happening. And I bring that up because that was a suggestion that my my daughter recently uh, shared with both myself and her father when it came to her wedding a few weeks ago and said, you know, if anybody steps out of line, you're going to be asked to leave. And I think that's great. I think it's great. So that's another possibility is to just set some ground rules and say, you know, I'm not going to tolerate this. Put your feelings aside for one day, two days, and let's just try to get along. You know, I think it's important to talk to your in-laws. Hopefully they're on speaking terms with you. It depends on how big these celebrations are for you. If it's just your children and your ex-spouse or soon-to-be ex, then it's a little bit easier to manage from the standpoint of logistics, not necessarily emotional feelings. But in terms of logistics, you know, sometimes it's easier if it's just you guys. Maybe maybe do something at his house Christmas Eve and do something at your house on Christmas Day or vice versa. Uh, that's what I had to do my first Christmas. My ex-husband took my kids on Christmas Eve and I had them all day on Christmas. What else? What other suggestions? It's it's a tough time. It's It's not easy. There's no cookie cutter right answer to this. So don't fret if the day doesn't go right. Again, depending on the age of your children, you can sit them down in advance, like maybe now, not not the night before, not two days before, but ask them what their expectations are. Ask them, you know, just come out and say, like, what what do you, what are you wanting for those two days? What are you expecting? What are you afraid of? What are you looking forward to? You know, start, open the conversation, open up the lines of communication and, and just find out what their thoughts are. Uh, they may come up with ideas and answers that you completely didn't expect and or weren't planning, but can plan. You know, if you, if you and your ex-spouse are not on speaking terms and your children are old enough that you can say, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Talk to your dad and let me know what he thinks. Then, then do that. 
but try to put all the hurt feelings aside or whatever nasty words have been said or exchanged, or even if it's not and it's just a little stressful, you know, talk to your children. Find out what, what they want to do for the holidays. They might want to, they may want to just stay home and stay in their pajamas, you know, and, and that's fine. There, there really are no rules anymore. There are, there's no normal, you know, there's going to be a new normal eventually, but for the next couple of Christmases and holidays, Thanksgivings, birthdays, they're all going to be a little different. And they're all going to feel a little odd. And and yes, they're all going to feel a little sad because it's not what it used to be. And and that's okay. You know, you need to separately and quietly on your own grieve those, those things because there were probably a lot of things about the traditions of your holidays that you really enjoyed. And there are going to be things, too, that you're going to be really glad to get rid of that you don't have to face anymore. So, you know, just give yourself some grace give your children an opportunity, even if they're small. Find out what they're expecting. Find out what they want to happen on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Maybe if they want things to be exactly how they always happen, then try your hardest to, to make that happen. You know, like I said, whatever works for you may not work for someone else who's listening to this podcast, but it, it, it should be tailor-made with, with everybody in mind. And I guess I just would urge and encourage each of you to be the bigger person, try to be the one that initiates cohesiveness and togetherness and connectedness. And even if there are no children involved or there are adult, way adult children involved and they have kids, you know, just try to make it as a, a time to get together, you know, really make it as, as pleasant as possible. And again, if, if something is uncomfortable, particularly if you're a guest, and uh, everybody is are adults, you know, your children, and even if your grandchildren are close to adult age or teenagers, and you're just not feeling comfortable or you're feeling so sad that you need to just go home and be by yourself, then, you know, pleasantly excuse yourself and just say, you know, this was harder than I thought it was going to be. It's okay. It's okay. You need to do what's best for you, and you need to do what's best for your children if they are under under the age of adults and and ride it out you know it's it's not going to be easy it's going to be different it's just going to be different everything from here here on out about whatever you once knew about your life is going to be a little different some of it you're going to want to keep some of it you're going to want to discard and it's okay you know change is okay change is when when and how we grow and change gives us opportunity for new traditions, new growth, new relationships, new ways of doing things. And it's important for our kids to know this. Nothing stays the same in life. You know, the one constant thing in life that we can all count on is change. And I think the sooner our children realize and can adapt to and embrace change as something that just simply happens and is not something to be feared is good. I think that's really good. And, me, and maybe even after the holidays, after this Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day and after New Year's, talk to them and say, hey, what worked? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? What could we do better? What would you like to see happen, you know, next year? How, would, how should we handle your birthdays this year? You know, communication is so important. Don't pretend to know what they're thinking and feeling. Don't pretend to know what your ex or your soon-to-be ex is thinking and feeling. He may be acting one way, really hurt, 
angry, nasty, but he may be feeling another way inside, or vice versa. He may be feeling super kind and generous and sweet and supportive on the outside, but really feeling hurt inside. So I think everyone's got to pull themselves up by the big girl panties and and just be the one to initiate conversation, be the one to initiate communication between any and all people involved. That's the best thing I can suggest in terms of how to handle the holidays. Keep the lines of communication open, even if your in-laws are pissed off at you and don't really want you around or, or don't want you to be in the picture, you know, if you need to reach out to them for the benefit of your children, then you need to do that. Whether it's in person, go knock on their door, pick up the phone and call them. Don't allow other people to intimidate you to doing what's best for you and or your children. So that's the holidays. It's not easy, folks, but it can be done. It might be a great excuse to stay home and be by yourself and just binge on Netflix and stay in your jammies all day. You know, reach out to some of the rest of us in the Coming Out Late community group. You know, whatever it takes. You know, whatever it takes to just... And, and you know, if that means going through a whole box of tissues and crying, that's really important, too. It's important to grieve what was, and it's important to embrace and look forward to what will be. And just understand that whatever's going on in that moment is not permanent. Nothing is permanent. Everything in life is made to be changing and growing. And the sooner we can embrace that and and see it as opportunity and and a positive thing, the better. So I wish you all a lot of luck. And if you have any questions, reach out to me, coming out later at gmail.com. I may not have all the answers, but I can certainly listen. And I can certainly give you my best suggestions and advice on how I handle things and, and continue to handle things. Or I may have someone, you know, who, who could handle or talk to it to that topic better than I can and can pass you on to that person. So by all means, you know, email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com and and I'd be happy to try to help you through that. Uh, We are going to have Women Loving Women Zoom rooms every Wednesday right through the holidays. So I encourage you to, you know, just email me WLW and I'll get you that Zoom information. I don't generally post it over the podcast because I just don't know who's listening and I'm very protective of uh, the women that come into that group. And uh, safety is of utmost important to me. So I don't give that out too openly other than in the private Facebook groups. The other topic that came up in our recent Women Loving Women Zoom room was one of self-care. And man, oh man, I I think I'm going to need to do a whole separate podcast on self-care. And I'll probably even have some people in to talk about self-care and interview them. It is of utmost importance that you make self-care your number one priority. And it comes in all different shapes and sizes. And 90% of it is probably free. It's really about mindset and attitude. It's about shedding the feelings of shame and guilt. You are not a bad person and you have not done anything wrong. You are simply trying to live your authentic life. And I'm going to say that again. You are not a bad person and you have done nothing wrong. I don't want you to carry around guilt and shame. That is a cloak that you definitely need to shed. And I want you to think about the possibilities and the excitement of the future and about what does self-care mean to you. 
That does not necessarily mean finding a relationship. The most important person you need to fall in love with first is yourself. And the most important person you need to take care of right now is you. Whether that that means starting a daily regimen of walking every day, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Whether that means listening to your favorite self-help podcast, indulging in maybe a movie once or twice a week on Netflix. Whatever, whatever it is that you feel you need, you need to make that a priority. Self-care is so, so critical, more than ever, because you are going through some really tough emotional things and, and physical things to some degree as well, because whenever we're, we are struggling emotionally, we certainly feel it physically as well. So, you know, I, I urge you to, whether it is going online and getting therapy, I can recommend pridecounseling.com backslash coming out later pridecounseling.com backslash coming out later. That's one option. It's not free, but it's an option. I also recommend you join our coming out late community on, on Facebook. It's a private group and there are tons of really, really helpful, supportive, loving, caring, awesome people in that group. And the same with our Women Loving Women Zoom room. You know, pop in there on Wednesday night and just listen. If you're new to all of this and you feel a little bit shy about, you know, participating or, you know, if you have to come in late because your schedule doesn't allow you to get there right on time, uh, you know, if you have to leave early to pick up the kids or drop off the kids or whatever, just try to show up and listen and maybe speak up if you wish to speak up. But get yourself support, surround yourself with positive people, get rid of your toxic relationships. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they are your twin sister. You know, if, if you are involved in toxic friendships, toxic relationships, get as far away from that toxicity as you possibly can. That needs to be something that you work on for 2022 because there's no reason any of us should be involved with anybody who brings nothing but toxicity into our energy, into our aura, into our lives, into our homes, into anything. That related toxicity is one of the most damaging, emotionally damaging, physically damaging things that we could possibly expose ourselves to. So self-care is really important. If you're a swimmer and you miss swimming, find a why, find, find some way of getting out and swimming once a week, once a day, whatever it may be. If you really miss crafting, you know, speak up and see if you can start a crafting group in the coming out late community on the Facebook group. You know, there might be some people that want to do that. If there's something you want to start in the Zoom room that I have, you know, a group of, of some sort, talk to me about it. Send me an email coming out later at Gmail, you know, whether it's a meditation group, whether it's a, a journaling group or an art group or whatever. If there are activities that might help with self-care, by all means, please share those with me and maybe we can get some of those activities in, in the Zoom room through Women Loving Women. That would be awesome. But self-care, if you're not getting enough sleep, damn it, go to sleep. Get yourself into bed. Start some new healthy habits. I know for me, I was an incredible, incredible crazy night owl. 
some of it was was um well it was definitely self-imposed and it was sort of survival when i was when i was still married to my ex-husband and i would go to bed at ungodly hours ungodly hours i was really depressed and would just stay up i was drinking too much and if, if you fall in that category and you know you're drinking too much try to cut back or stop altogether i happen to be in aa i'm also in codependence anonymous i'm also in adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families i recognize that i need support so please don't be afraid to ask ask for help whether it's sending me a note coming out later at gmail.com or putting a post in coming out late community, wanting to start your own group, whatever it is, don't be afraid to ask for help. We cannot do this by ourselves. We ought not do this by ourselves. This journey is challenging as much as it can be rewarding, and self-care is of the utmost importance. There's a reason that the airline industry says to put the oxygen mask on you first before you help anyone else. It's because if you can't breathe and you don't have oxygen to breathe, how the hell can you be of any service or help to anyone else? And that's true about self-care. I'm, I'm going to be starting a workshop in January, a four-week workshop, introduction to, basically it's in, an intro to codependency, but it's really about new year, new you, new relationships. And I think that's what I'm going to probably call it. And it's a new year. It's a new you with new relationships. And it's really about self-care and finding the love within yourself because you are lovable. I don't care what you experienced in the past. We've all experienced different types of, tra of drama, uh, trauma, not drama, I'm sorry, trauma and some very frightening experiences from our past, our childhood, or previous relationships, our current relationships, we can overcome those. We can overcome those and realize that we were not punished or being punished through those experiences and that we are lovable. And the first person through the um, new year, new me, new relationships, the first person we're going to work on in terms of loving is going to be ourselves. We're going to set a couple of goals, work through them in the workshop for four weeks, and make progress in tiny steps. It's not going to happen overnight. Nothing along this journey is going to happen overnight. And I think, you know, the sooner we realize that and come to accept that, the better. So, yeah, we're going to take one step at a time, one day at a time. It'll be four weeks, and we're going to support each other, set goals, hold each other accountable, because accountability is so important. And we're going to start off this new year on the right foot together with support, with love, and we're going to learn how to do this self-care stuff that we've been putting off to the side so we can take care of everyone else. We're going to learn how to love ourselves, and we're going to learn how to shed our codependency because it's a new year. It's a new you. And we're going to have new relationships. And remember, it's better late than never because it's never too late. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late Community, because we all know it's better late than never and it's never too late. So